It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. We are now just two weeks away from the end of voting in the 2022 midterm elections, and it's game on. Florida's incumbent governor, Ron DeSantis, and his Democratic challenger, Charlie Crist, met Monday night for their only scheduled debate as early voting started across the state. Christ said that Santis's 2024 presidential ambitions are causing him to ignore the needs of Floridians. He pressed DeSantis to say whether he'd run for president in 2024 or serve all four years of his term if he's elected. DeSantis would not answer. Christ, who served as a Republican governor of Florida before going to Congress as a Democrat, said he is the moderate voice that Florida needs. DeSantis touted his conservative credentials, saying he's proud of Florida's 15-week ban on abortion. He also repeatedly tried to link Crist to President Biden, who, according to polls, is unpopular in Florida. Charlie Crist showed empathy and willingness to work for all the people of Florida, while Ron DeSantis proved he's a sniveling coward and just a nasty excuse for a human being. Tonight in Pennsylvania, meeting for their only debate this cycle, John Fetterman and Mehmet Oz, the candidates vying for the open Senate seat there. Also tonight, debates between the gubernatorial hopefuls in Michigan and New York. There will not be a gubernatorial debate in Arizona, as the Democratic nominee Katie Hobbs has refused to participate with her opponent, Carrie Lake, who lies and is only interested in creating a spectacle rather than having a substantive policy discussion. Hobbs also said that the Arizona Republican primary debates made voters dumber. Meanwhile, voter intimidation is already happening in Arizona, specifically in Maricopa County, where the sheriff on Monday said he's increasing security around outdoor ballot drop boxes in the Phoenix area due to complaints of alleged intimidation. On Friday, deputies were dispatched to Mesa, a Phoenix suburb, after reports of two masked people carrying guns and wearing bulletproof vests at one of those drop boxes. And that was just one of several cases involving people allegedly motivated by lies about 2020 voter fraud, watching boxes and taking videos of voters depositing their ballots. The sheriff saying, quote, every day I'm dedicating a considerable amount of resources just to give people confidence that they can cast a vote safely. And that is absurd. Attorney General Merrick Garland had a press conference on Monday announcing charges against two Chinese intelligence officers accused of attempting to interfere with a U.S. investigation into a Chinese global telecommunications company. Garland also unveiled two other criminal cases, one in New Jersey and one in the Eastern District of New York, bringing the total number of defendants to 13 who are accused of trying to, quote, unlawfully exert influence in the United States. The Justice Department didn't identify the company involved in the telecommunications case, but the complaint against these defendants include details that match New York's prosecution of the Chinese telecom equipment maker Huawei, which the U.S. has charged with stealing trade secrets. As for all the people disappointed that the announcement wasn't concerning the former guy, the attorney general did say that they don't comment on ongoing investigations. That one is ongoing. Just saying. Breaking news out of Russia today, where WNBA star Brittany Griner's appeal of her nine-year prison sentence was today rejected by a court. 
The basketball star has been in prison since her February 17th arrest on charges of entering Russia with vape cartridges, which her lawyer said were prescribed to her as part of treatment for chronic pain and other conditions. Just shameful. Speaking of shameful, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas on Monday temporarily froze a lower court order for Senator Lindsey Graham to testify before an Atlanta, Georgia area grand jury who's investigating efforts by the former guy and his allies to reverse Trump's 2020 loss in Georgia. Clarence Thomas, who handles emergency requests from the 11th Circuit, which includes Georgia, put the case on hold while Graham fights the order. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis wants to question Senator Graham about phone calls he made to a Georgia election official following the 2020 election. Graham has argued he should be immune from testifying because his calls and meetings with Georgia officials were part of his duties as a lawmaker? In what universe? The district judge in a federal appellate court disagreed. Obviously, so do I. The Justice Department's deadline to respond is Thursday, so stay tuned. Another day, another shooting in America. This time, a gunman opened fire at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School in South St. Louis on Monday, killing two people, a woman and a teen girl. Relatives identified the victims as health and phys ed teacher Jean Kuska and sophomore Alexandria Bell. Seven or eight others were also injured, and the suspect, a 19-year-old, died after an exchange of gunfire with police. The shooter, whose name I will not say, graduated from that school last year. And yet another 16-year-old punk admitted on Monday that he shot fellow students at Oxford High School in Michigan last November, killing four of them and wounding seven. Again, I don't ever name cowardly mass murderers, Because one of their goals is to gain notoriety to where everyone knows their name. So, nope. In this case, the shooter's lawyers entered the guilty plea for 24 charges, including terrorism and murder. Though he's a juvenile, he will be sentenced as an adult and could get life in prison. In this case, the shooter was a sophomore at the school. He fired 15 to 20 shots with a semi-automatic handgun. The day before the shooting, one of his teachers said this student's behavior was concerning. School officials asked his parents to take him home the day of the shooting, but they refused. Well, it's official. Now former UK Prime Minister Liz Truss departed 10 Downing Street Tuesday morning, clearing the way for former UK Finance Minister Rishi Sunak, who won the Conservative Party's leadership contest on Monday and now takes over as Britain's next Prime Minister. Sunak, who is of Indian descent, is the first person of color to lead the British government. He's also 42 years old and now the UK's third Prime Minister in seven weeks. Sunak will have to unite a party reeling from scandals that forced Boris Johnson to resign two months ago. And then the bungled tax plan that killed off Liz Truss's leadership. Now, the Labour Party, which leads the Tories by 30 percentage points in polls, is calling for a new general election as the country is struggling through a cost of living crisis. But the Tories point out that they don't have to mount a new general election until at least 2024. And finally, actor Leslie Jordan, who appeared in popular TV shows before becoming a viral sensation on Instagram during the pandemic, died Monday when his car crashed into a building as he drove to work. Jordan was 67 years old. 
And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.